Sorry, I didn't see you there. It's me, Luke, the host of the Home for Infinite Losers. I just got the very good song from the end of Dragon Ball Super in my head. I'm tired already. <laughs> well, we're less than a minute into the show, Dustin, so that's bad news. So so we're, we are watched it together, just this movie we're going to do just now, mm -hmm. all together, uh -huh. all from the Funimation website. Yeah. But I'm watching it on a different website right now to uh -huh. do a recording, yeah. and their subtitles are in Comic Sans, and I'm very happy. Oh, that's amazing. No. Anyway, <laughs> we, should, we should back up a little. This is the home for infinite losers. <laughs> Uh, the podcast where in the next five minutes we're going to describe the entirety of the Dragon Ball franchise. My name's Luke, and I got Emily and Mike with me. Yo, it's Emily. And hi, it's Mike. And why do you keep introducing us at the same time? Because I was about to introduce our guest, who I've already talked to, Michael. And addressed by name. <laughs> and addressed by name. Dustin's here. You know him hey. from the, the Backy Cast, the other anime podcast we got on our network. It's yeah. good. It's a good podcast that I guessed on for car captor reasons. You're extremely yeah, the, the original anime podcast. How long has that show been going on for now, Dustin? Like eight years? Like uh, since 2016. Well, since uh, 2000. Sorry, since 2006. So 12 years. Yeah, I was gonna. S holy shit! 12 years? That's a long time to 2006? do. 2006. Holy wait, hold shit! Hold on. Is that? No, wait. No, is that accurate? Because I, I started with, uh, we, no, that doesn't seem right, because we started okay. with a High School of the Dead, which aired in uh -huh, uh -huh. 2010 instead. It aired in 2011, so it's been seven 2011. years. Okay, actually, so only seven years. Okay. I was going to say, it was 2006, like, you guys are, like, you guys yeah, are no. Halo 3. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's... And you really, uh, really started on the right foot with High School of the Dead, really set the tone for the whole yeah, show. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah, it was, uh, man... That was back when I was doing actual written reviews for uh, Project Haruhi, which is the site we um, still host uh, podcast on. I actually got my first sort of hate comment. Yeah. Oh. Uh, because of how because of uh, because I ranted about like episode seven or eight, I think, and the guy writing the comment said he hoped I would get mauled by a tiger. Alrighty. What the fuck? What did yeah. you say that pissed them off? Uh, I just basically did a sort of joke review because I had done like six previous like actually mm. trying reviews, and then for the seventh one, I was like, I'm not even gonna try because High School of the Dead clearly isn't actually trying. Oh uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. So. Man, I've been trying for years now to get someone to threaten my life with exotic animals, and it still hasn't happened. That's why Actually, you're a no, pro, Dustin. It's it's, it's that's Luke's... the pressing question we should definitely answer before we move any further. What have you since ever been mauled by a tiger? That's true. It's possible to survive that. I just want to say that it's Luke's secret kink, so do it for him. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, answer the question. I'm sorry. Have you ever been mauled by a tiger? Oh no, not all yet. right. Okay, well, yeah, okay. So, what uh, happened? Did you space out there? <laughs> Have you no, ever been mauled by someone? The specific Wait. comment so I could quote it for you. Have you have you have you ever been mauled by someone whose fursona is a tiger? Hmm, that's no. a trickier question to answer because the fursona isn't always obvious. 
No, I haven't. I haven't been mauled by anyone or anything. You, you yeah. gotta hide your persona like you would hide your true name. That's how they get power over you. Well, I, I showed it on my. I mean, I drew a picture of her and put it on my Twitter. So right. I'm fucked. Yep. Basically, <laughs> has, so, has someone with the persona of a tiger pretended to maul you as part of an erotic role play of some sort? Uh, I mean, I guess that would depend on. Yeah. I don't, go on. Hmm. Depend on my relationship with that person, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I really have to trust them. Okay, okay. I, I have a friend whose persona is a tiger, but I don't know. If she, I don't know if she'd be down for it. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. So here's here's the, the review. The comment is only just a few sentences. So okay. Uh, so this this guy says, "Wow, you are a pitiful reviewer. Your satire is unoriginal <laughs> slash uninspired and not even remotely funny." I have not <laughs> even seen this anime, and just so happened to stumble oh! upon this review on my friend's computer. Uh -huh, sure you did, buddy. Uh, you suck, you're not funny, and I hope you get seriously injured by a tiger or something. I'm not being random or exaggerating. If I had the money, I would import a tiger to maul you. You almost ruined my night because of how god-awful this is. That is an incredible review! Dude, you could have stopped reading if you didn't like I, it. I don't know which I find funnier. The idea that he lied about being on a friend's computer or if he told the truth. Yeah. And, and then and then my friend, who was the admin of that site at the time, and my roommate, said, Happy we could ruin your day. Please come back again for more abuse. Great. I, boy... But just I the, the start of that review. It was like, you're a pitiful reviewer. I'm like, that's gold. This is a gold review. Right I love, <laughs> I love that it's, listen, I'm not just being random or anything. I would, if I was a millionaire, I would import a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> that's what really makes it. <laughs> and unleash it on your loved ones and you. That's really good. God, he starts ranting like a supervillain. Fuck me. Man, yeah, all we've so ever gotten is hate. The secret, if you want to get crazy like comments from people, is just insult the latest popular fan service anime. Yeah, we've been insulting yeah, Dragon Ball for months now, and all we've gotten is someone accusing us of not doing enough research. It's not a fan service anime. Yeah, like, like you, you need to go. Uh, is it not though? That is like all about the titties. Yeah, L Luke, you, what, you, what you, is you, Luke. If you have not watched a fanservice anime, <laughs> if you're asking if, Dra if Dragon Ball's a fanservice anime, fuck off. It is so not. Like, what, what is the current I've fanservice made anime? Can we make fun of it? Fanservice yeah, anime. no, I've watched a lot of fanservice anime, Emily. I've then seen. Why the... are you comparing it to Dragon Ball? Because Dragon Ball's not that. <laughs> There's a what, lot of what butt is, shots what is, what is the new hotness in terms of titty anime? Yeah, right what, now? what's uh, the newest from the border, Dustin? Oh gosh, man, that's a good question. Let me check Anachart real quick. The last um, anime that I watched with fan service, this isn't is a new anime or anything, but it's is it that Sakura. gambling one that Molly talks about? Is that it? Oh, oh yeah, the gambling one. That could that could be that that could qualify, but also that one's like legitimately like entertaining. Um, sure. It's also fucking wild. Uh, I, need but... to, I need to watch that. I really want to. But I was, I was gonna say that I've been I, the last time I saw fan service in anime. It wasn't a new anime or anything. that's like super old. But it was Sakura Trick, and it was kind of funny because she she she's in the bath and she's like watching herself and she looks at the camera and she's like fan service and then it just goes to the next scene and I'm like that's that's amazing. <laughs> I I'd say the currently airing fan service anime this season is Killing Bites. Um, All right, which. <laughs> Which is an anime about women 
about people who are also beasts who engage in death battles. Okay. Um, that the sounds male awesome. beasts, of course, uh, are in normal clothing, whereas the <laughs> female characters are mostly in lingerie. Sure. You see, like... And then I... they, they turn into tigers and maul each other. Yeah. Uh, the main it's... character is, like, a honey badger, I believe. Oh, wow. Mike, I like it. <laughs> Mike, my favorite part of what you just said, that, that, comp- that joke you said that had no basis in reality, as far as you knew, is that you kind of described... What's that one with the bears, Dustin? Uh, oh, you mean, um... The one that, like, it's literally... Yuri Bearstorm. Yeah, Yuri Bearstorm. Like, there is an anime like that, Mike, where they turn into bears and maul each other. Yeah. Yeah, but they're lesbians. Yes. <laughs> okay, also, like... Also, I just posted the trailer for Killing Bites, so you yeah, can kind of get yeah. an idea I'm, of... I'm watching it right now, and, like, I like it. I like... What I'm seeing so far, but I wish that the boys were also just dressed skimpily, because I think it would be better, you know? Yeah, here's the thing, like, you think that Killing Bites will be entertaining, at least from, like, a, oh, this is ludicrous perspective, but then you realize, oh, actually, it's also just kind of super gross, because the yeah. first episode literally starts with the uh, female main character being picked up by a literal gang rape bus. Okay, so, that's fucked up. Yeah, yikes. Uh-huh. Yikes, yikes, wow, yikes, okay. yikes, 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 so, yikes. Because, like, cause, like, girls who, like, transform into animal people is, like, right up my alley. And even yeah, boys, like, I, I know. I like, I, like, I like animal boys. They're good. And there's and I'm even seeing a part in this trailer where there's a cute dog girl. And I'm like, and, like, yeah, her panties are flashing. It, it, I mean, like, if it's if something's fan service and it, like, says outright, okay, we're fan service, don't worry about it, that's fine. But a gang rape bus? No. Th- no. No. That's, that's no. rough. That's a rough time. That's too much. Too yeah. much. Too much. Mm-hmm. Back the fuck off. Yeah. So, that's uh, speaking disgusting. of sex crimes, uh, we're here to talk about Dragon Ball. Well, yeah, but I think yeah. we got some, some business to get through first, because Dustin's a new guest. He's never been on the show before. Yes, he has. It's true. <laughs> Wait, has he? Have you? Yeah. yeah. When were you on yeah. the show before? Are you fucking serious? Uh, no, I actually did. I thought we never got him on yet. Am I no. the only one who remembers Dustin was on? He was on the pinball episode. It's like Mike's favorite episode. Wait, what? You were? Yes. yes. Is this what a fuck? No, is this a prank? No. no. I just think, yeah, I was on there. Like, I, oh, we, we talked I, about, I honestly like, had also forgot. The, we talked about how, like, the Bulma getting molested joke was different between the dub and the I'm, sub. I'm beginning to worry that I might have memory problems. Are, are you okay? <laughs> I forget. I forget a lot of things, you guys. <laughs> but uh, yes, we we are here to talk about Dragon Ball. Uh, we did, you know, I mean, like we said last week, we all watched the Sleeping Princess and Devil's Castle. But I mean, also Dragon Ball Super ended. Let's just talk about that instead. <laughs> Let's just do that. What? I mean, I haven't watched one thirty one yet. Well, let me just spoil it all for you. No. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I, I won't. Other than, I mean, you know how it ends already. You know what happens. I mean, oh, Luke, yeah. you're also the only one who's watched it. Like, not I know. Dustin I know. Watched it. Like, you're like literally. No, I'm, I'm well aware. It was real good. Like I said, it's, it's, it's the ending everyone knew it was going to be like 20 episodes ago. But they, it's a, they executed on it well. Uh, and it was fun and good, and I enjoyed watching it. That's all. I've really been loving Dragon Ball Super a lot. It's been good the past like month or two. Uh, yeah, and it, it had a good finale. They sort of put a teaser out for the follow-up movie that I don't really know what it's going to be about, but I guess there's a new Saiyan on the block because the movies always have another Saiyan to pull out of their butt. 
Yeah. Uh, it turns out fewer of them were murdered by Frieza than we initially yeah, thought. Yeah, Frieza really did not do a good job murdering that race of people. I kind of hope that, like, it keeps going long enough that eventually it turns out Frieza never actually killed anyone ever. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and, and eventually someone just turns to him and is like, why have we been afraid of you this whole time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we actually teleported the entire planet just in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a like it was like a Krypton situation, except it turned out like we just saved everybody. Right. Yeah, all the Saiyans used instant transmission at the same time <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, Dragon Ball Super is good. Go watch it. Uh, but not I guess don't watch it in a public venue because that all that craziness happened since we recorded. Where like. I forget where it was, but it was a country in yeah. South America that, like, wanted it was to... Mexico. Mexico. It was a, it was... Okay, yeah. yeah. Was Toei it Mexico? Okay. will personally sue all of Mexico. Where they wanted to fucking put the, uh... Like, the last episode on a Jumbotron up in the middle of a city. Or, like, there was a, there was a few of these. Like, that was happening. Someone wanted to put it in, like, a football yeah, stadium. Yeah, like, secured the legal ability to do it, too. Right. And then Toei... And then Toei was just like, whoa, 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 wait, what? Toei, first of all, like, gave them a cease and desist... And then got the Japanese, uh, uh, wow, what's the fucking word that I'm looking for? Uh, the Japanese embassy, embassy in embassy. Mexico. To, like, issue a letter and, like, create a diplomatic incident over the last episode of Dragon Ball Super. That's so dumb. Yeah. I mean, it's Fuck something off. we've run into time and again over on Teenagers with Attitude. Toei's kind of a shithole. Toei <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Ugh. Like, uh, uh, we mentioned, uh, off air, like we were talking about some stuff and I was telling, uh, I was telling Dustin about how, uh, it'd probably be really good for him to check out, um, uh, the first episode of the new Sentai, Lupin Ranger versus Pot Ranger. Uh, and so good. I genuinely believe you could sell someone on that series just by showing them the opening credits, but you can't do that because no one can put it anywhere without Toei taking it down. Well, the yeah, old, what right. I'll say in defense of that, Toei sucks as we just established, it does them no good if they sell someone in America on Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger because they're never going to put it out here. They don't give a shit if people here want to watch it. Yeah, but, like, I could conceivably find it on Japanese YouTube. Yeah, because you can find Japanese YouTube videos and right. stuff. Right, sure. That's like, true. Like, I, I remember I was, like, trying to show my friend, like, the the Zhuozhir opening and uh-huh. sell them on it, and yeah. I couldn't find it anywhere, and I was, like, so frustrated. Yeah. I didn't really understand why back then, but, yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah, yeah they, they there's suck. this whole thing about how uh Linkara's history of the Power Rangers has been taken down like five billion times. Right, yeah. And Saban isn't doing any of it, it's all Toei. Yeah, yeah. Like Saban to to draw a Dragon Ball analogy, Saban is like uh Nappa and Toei's like Vegeta? No, never mind. Forget it. <laughs> that was really bad. I do know that Vegeta eventually becomes a good guy. Right, that's so the problem with that analogy. Yeah. Yeah, Saban is the Ginyu Force. Okay, yes, yes. Saban is the Ginyu Force. Toei is Frieza. Man, Saban being the Ginyu Force is especially appropriate. Right, exactly. It fits perfectly. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're here to talk about the Sleeping Princess in the Devil's Castle. Except subtract a few of those articles to make it a less sensical name. Da-da! Uh, I guess let's dive on in. Yeah. Uh, it opens the exact same way as the first movie, where it's like, hey, there's seven Dragon Balls, and you get a wish if you That's get them all. True. Uh, it didn't open that way on the Funimation version that you watched, but it did on the version I watched. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't tell the legend of the Dragon Balls this time, it tells the legend of the castle. Yeah, yeah. It does both. It, it does do both, I promise. 
Okay. I the swear. Japanese one. They think the Japanese one didn't, but the English one did. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Yes. Okay. Fine. Uh, but um, not even a factor. No, they're not at all. Like they're correct not to talk about them. They do not come up in this story. So something I've learned looking up this movie is that Emily, you know that version of the dub you told us about that we had never heard of, and you know, thought you were a lunatic for thinking existed that you then proved that you're not. That whole saga, you remember, right? You mean like the the one I watched the the early version in Canada? Yes. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, Dragon Ball. That one. Yes. 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 Uh, so this was they canceled that version of the dub, and then used this movie as a test to see how well they could dub it themselves instead of outsourcing okay, it to the company that second, made that. Because the Dragon Ball that that opening was an American opening. The one that we had. What? Was all oh like, my God! There's Dragon so many versions. Ball, the ultimate battle. <laughs> okay, I give up on figuring out the dub history of Dragon Ball. I thought this I had it down. A shockingly musical episode I'm on right yeah, now. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I will, I will the say, like, that... We've probably made this comment before, but th- that version of the Dragon Ball opening theme, yeah. the Canadian one, it's it sounds like it's it sounds like it's the theme song to like an old Disney sh- cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Like it, like it sounds like at any point it's gonna transition into gummy bears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta wish on them seven Dragon Balls. My Little Pony. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in that same sort of. Yeah, it, my little Goku. My little all- Goku. <laughs> the, the the ultimate battle between evil and good, which is not Dragon Ball, until later. Like, yeah, eventually for- it's that. Dragon Ball, like, the original Dragon Ball is not that at well, all. Well, no, even when King Piccolo shows up, it's kind of that. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, like, they, they didn't get that far in the dub in Canada, is right. what I'm saying. It totally. was, like, 13 episodes or something. Absolutely. Yeah, a- anyway, yes. Wait, thir- so so it ended when we were jokingly saying Dragon Ball ended? Like, yeah, at the end of totally. the Pilaf saga? There you yeah. go. Fuck. Yeah, uh... Anyway, yes, there was a different American dub, I guess, and they they fired the people making that and used this movie as a test to, like, continue on making the dub themselves. There. That's the fun fact I tried to give everybody. Yay. <laughs> anyway, Yay. it opens with this very weird, like, red backdrop and, like, black, sketchy drawings of this castle, and you get this backstory of the sleeping princess... This, you know, this legendary... It's, it's very much... Have you ever seen Ralph Bakshi's uh, Lord of the Rings movie? Yeah! yeah! It's super that. It's very I similar. I remember being terrified of it when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't even remember all the details of the legend. It's incredibly unimportant. But we they talk yeah, about just, how, there's like... There's a castle, and it's the Devil's Castle, and there's supposedly yes. a sleeping princess in it. Right. Who's been in a slumber for thousands of years, and she's so beautiful, and everyone wants her. And, and yeah. she's totally not secretly a diamond. And she's guarded by, like, an wow. army of demons. And uh, it's this weird, like... So this, this movie, we'll get into it, is not that well animated. But the weird low frame rate of these demons I'm kind of into. It's like two frames that just keep superimposing over each other. And it's a oh, weird yeah, effect. Like, it, it, it works here because it's yeah, like a it's stylistic all stylized, choice. Yeah. I mean, but like, it also on, kind of bad. <laughs> it kind of goes back to what I said about the Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like, that movie looks like garbage, but it's fucking striking imagery. Right, right. So, um, like we said before, this is sort of not exactly, but basically just a retelling of the last two episodes of Dragon Ball. <laughs> Uh, so a lot different though. <laughs> yeah, so it opens basically the same way as episode fourteen, uh, with Goku flying along on the Nimbus, getting ready to go see Master Roshi. 
The main difference is that Goku still has his tail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... And, all, and also, it's, Krillin shows up immediately, and he doesn't go try and get uh, other girls and have bad jokes. Right, right, right. But yeah, go ahead, Mike. Well, what I was going to say is, so, there's a, there's a trend uh, on this podcast where we've been saying, like, hey... You know, if you want to watch Dragon Ball, don't. But if you're going to, watch the dub, because yeah. the dub fixes a lot of stuff. Uh-huh, yeah. There is one particular thing that the dub fucks up in this. And it yes. adds a continuity error that was not originally there. Because, for for the most part, this movie flows right off of the last movie. Like, you don't really need to worry about, like... It's just its own separate timeline from the show at this point. So that that... Just thinking of it that way irons out all the, like weird stuff like did this happen has this not happened right you could basically buy into the idea that the movies are a separate continuity yeah yeah but the dub calls back to stuff that happened in the show that don't make sense having happened and specifically refer to yes other characters knowing about goku turning into a monster which don't make sense with him right. having his which, tail yeah we'll, we'll get to that that's more towards the end but right so right now goku has his tail which again yeah implies the pilaf saga has not happened Maybe movie one happened. Who knows? I, I think I'm gonna I, say movie I think one it's happened. safe to say movie one happened. Dustin, you've like you're more you know in in deep with anime. In deep with anime. That's a good. That's you. That's a good podcast name. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like? Know more about how like anime movies work than we do. So there are typically a couple ways that anime movies work. So there's the kind of basic way. Um, that anime movies will be made, and that's sort of as a retelling of the anime series. Uh, uh-huh. One of the one of the most uh, popular examples of this uh, is the Mobile Suit Gundam movies, okay. which yeah, um, I are, are mostly that. just like condensed, better paced retellings of the Mobile Suit Gundam, like original Mobile Suit Gundam series. Okay, uh, so that that's one way that movies are done. Uh, the other way is, as we see with Dragon Ball Universe, um, and also, I would imagine, uh, with Naruto as well, because Naruto has had about five million movies, um, is, like, they kind of don't care about where the movies fit exactly in the chronology. It's, you know, just there to be more story. Well, I I was going to say, like, like, like the the Dragon Ball movies that, that we've seen for this show seem like their own continuity, while the Naruto movies are more like, this happened, we swear, guys, it happened between these two episodes. Right, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. It's like they pick a point where, like, during the show's high point, and just say, like, let's just tell a different story set with these characters in this setting and make some money off it. It's just, it's a strange thing that I'm not, I don't see outside of anime, and it's kind of... It's weird yeah, like to get mo- used to the of, idea. M- most of the Naruto movies are like, oh, here's another mission they did. Right. This one happened. Like, yeah. The first one's about a snow princess, I think, or whatever. Right. Well, and that's usually how, like, the later Dragon Ball Z movies work, is just, like, our friends are relaxing, and you kind of have a sense of when this is taking place based on who's alive and who's dead. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, in Naruto, you'd be like, is Sasuke around or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and like, I guess there's also a third option, which, um, uh, Dragon Ball did a little bit, the, Dragon Ball Z did a little bit, bit of this, too, where a anime series has already ended, and, like, they want to make right. more of it, but really the only way they can do it is with, a, like, a movie or two. Sure, um, yeah. You, we, you, you actually saw, uh, both, so the, the, that happened with, 
Madoka Magica, uh-huh. which the first two movies were retellings, and then the third one was basically like a, a sequel. Conti- or like uh, Full Metal Alchemist, the Conqueror of Shambhala. Yeah. Everyone's favorite part of Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. The one everyone likes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, where the he goes one where they made the Hitler. fan favorite character into a Nazi. Wait, which character was a Nazi? Uh, oh, what's his name? The the guy who dies um, with the... Oh, has, oh, has the daughter who gets turned. Oh, into oh, Sarah. you're right. That's right. He's a Nazi in the alternate universe. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. His daughter didn't get. Wait, what? You, oh, you, no, you, 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 yeah. You're confusing a few characters. But that's. I think you're confusing fine. Show Tucker and the guy you're talking. Yeah, about Hughes. 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 Yeah, Hughes. Hughes. Yeah, I am yeah. confusing two characters because they both have cute daughters yeah. uh, that are yeah. basically Houston. the same character. Hughes did not kill his daughter. Right. Hughes is a good man. Well, not in the <laughs> alternate universe. He's not. Yeah, no, Hughes is a Nazi and conqueror. Of yeah. <laughs> well, listen, well, it's a the, parallel the, world. The, the, I was gonna say the real, the quote unquote real world version of Hughes is a Nazi because fucking stupid ass movie. Boy, the <laughs> the whole. Well, I mean, you can't put that all in the movie though because that happens at the end of the show. In the show, though, it's like I don't know because like. We don't talk about the second half of the first Full Metal Alchemist. Show. Okay, well, all right, listen. I, I, we are... I, I thought the ending of the main series was fine, but then the movie just made it worse. We are on a huge bad. tangent. I I will jump in and say like, the like the weird lore and like mechanics of how all that shit works is dumb. There is some cool visual stuff at the end of the original show, like that crazy ballroom and that sunken city. Like that looks cool. I mean, yeah, there's plenty it's just, of, like, looks It makes no fucking it, but... sense. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about Dragon Ball, Sleeping Princess in Devil's Castle. <laughs> uh, Theoretically. Yeah. Go- yeah, so we meet, we meet Master Roshi. Yeah, Goku flies to Master Roshi's island to get some training from him. It's the exact same scene from the show where Master Roshi's watching an aerobics video... And Goku has to scream at him to get his attention. We get another shot of Roshi pouring a beer into a wine glass that is still just as good as it always was. No, it's not. What were you saying about it not being a wine glass, Emily? Someone said that there's, like, certain beer glasses that have stems. Yeah, there are there are certain actual beers that you pour into stemmed glasses. Yeah, but the, he's drinking this from a can. Yeah, he's ripping a can, like a tab yeah, off a can. You and put a Budweiser in a stemmed glass. Because I'll say, this, yeah. this glass does not look as much like a wine glass as the anime did. It's a little God, taller. A, a shitbag like Roshi would drink Budweiser, wouldn't he? <laughs> Out of a beer, wine glass. Stemmed no, glasses he's, he's for beer typically <laughs> yeah. are, um, they have the bulb a lot closer to the base of mm. the glass. They are also typically wider bulbs. Learning a lot more about beer glasses than I ever thought I would. You're welcome. It's still bad. You should not drink beer in a wine glass. Uh, I absolutely beer. disagree. Well, you're wrong, so go away. Emily, I I don't really drink hardly ever. If I did, I would absolutely start doing this. Yeah, well, I do drink, and I drink both wine and beer. You should start drinking beer out of a wine glass. Fuck you. Okay, I just just looked at the actual can. does recommend flute glasses like you'd use for champagne for certain types of beer. Mm -hmm. Yes, certain types, but not like fucking... Emily, Emily, let me throw this at you. Wash out some aluminum cans... You know, just uh, fill them up with water, dump them out, get a funnel, pour some wine into a beer can. I Fuck you! <laughs> watched, I went off this podcast Luke? now. Luke? So, uh, I'm, 
go I'm away. At, he's an alcohol criminal. Oh, God. <laughs> I I do want to say I'm looking at the actual can in the show that, yeah. that Roshi's drinking from. It absolutely says Budweiser. Yeah, it's straight up a Budweiser parody. That's good. I love that in anime, like yeah. like uh, like Dak Daniels. Because they're usually just drinking <laughs> beer brand beer. I think yeah. a lot of I do I like, do love like uh, all of the fucking theme. anime jokes that came up when McDonald's did that publicity stunt where they flipped the M upside down mm-hmm. for like Women's yeah, Day yeah, or whatever yeah. the fuck. Right. Yeah. Oh, and it God. was just like the prophecy has come true. McDonald's <laughs> yeah, is real. Right. Part timer did that, I believe. <sighs> Boy, what are we doing? We're talking about Dragon I, Ball. I should really watch Devil's Apartment. <laughs> so what happens when you bring on an now. anime expert? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Goku is trying to get Roshi to uh, train him. He has two separate ham hocks that he's just... Not ham hocks, like, just anime meat. I don't know what they are. They're like turkey legs. Yeah, uh, that he's yeah. like... He's got one in each hand and he's just double-fisting them. It's pretty good. And then, uh... They see Krillin approaching in the ocean. It's worth noting that Goku sees Krillin coming, but yes. Roshi can't. Roshi, yeah, Kr- Goku mentions that he could hear him, and Roshi's surprised by that, yeah. Because Goku's yeah. a weird non-human. It's still wild that Roshi's still hesitant to, like, take Goku on or or be convinced that Goku's early, because, like, or, or, or that Goku's worthy, rather. Because, like, Goku has manifested superpowers in front of Roshi numerous times now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Goku never handed him a girly mag. So. That's true. Yeah, Krillin approaches, does the same shit from the cartoon where he like does a big flip out of his boat and lands on his head. Takes out a porno mag to give Roshi, and uh, now finally and then, we start to diverge from the anime a little bit. Yes, I was, yeah. gonna, I, say, I, I was gonna say, but the porno mag is a little bit more explicit in the movie because sure. it's a movie and it can do that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you straight up see this lady's butt like a bunch. Yeah. I really need to mention that when I initially saw Dragon Ball Krillin, I was kind of dumbfounded because I was like, man, this dude is basically just a smug-ass Charlie Brown. He does look a little like Like, a smug-ass Charlie Brown. Like Charlie Brown, but a douchebag. Yeah. So Master Roshi tells yeah, if, them... If, if instead of being worn down by the world, yeah. Charlie Brown had instead learned to survive by being an asshole, that's Krillin. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Master Roshi tells them that he can only train one of them, and he's going to decide... So it's a little different in the Japanese and American versions, but uh, in the in the Japanese he tells them explicitly that he wants them to go find a girl, but he wants a specific girl. In the American version he tells them that they have to like prove their courage... By going on a quest to save a princess. Yeah, he obfuscates it a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dub. Well, yeah, he, still, he a wants dub, a girl yeah. either way. It's just he's, he's right. upfront about it in the in the in the sub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he gives them the legend from the opening about the sleeping princess in the Devil's Castle, and uh, tells them that they Wait, have whose to. Whose castle? Oh, in Devil's Castle. Okay. <laughs> Mahjong Castle. Yeah. And they ask where to go. And there's this weird goofy thing where he, like, points due north, and Goku's like, I don't see anything that way, and Trillin yells at him for doubting Roshi, and Roshi's gonna be like, oh, wait, no, a second, it's this way. Which, decent, decent goof. Decent goof, B+. Plus. Yeah. So, here's, here's where the sub of the dub wildly diverge. Mm-hmm. So, Goku and Krillin are about to start this race. In, th- in the Japanese version... Krillin tells Goku up front, like, listen, once we get out there, it's every man for himself. 
you, you get into trouble, I'm not bailing you out. And Goku's like, fine. In the sub, Krillin turns to Goku is like, hey, like, maybe we should work together on this so we have a better chance of survival. Yeah. And then immediately betrays him because in both versions, they start the race, like, Roshi says go, and Krillin immediately trips Goku to get a head start. Yeah. It's, uh... Krillin is a real shitbag, and I love him. He's, uh, yeah, and, like, again... <laughs> We're going to find out that he kind of drops the dirtbag act after a few episodes, which is one of the reasons I appreciate this movie, that we get just a little bit more time with Dirtbag Krillin, because he's the best. He's really good. He's really funny. He's so good when he's a shithead. <laughs> um, and again, this is a case where I like the dub better. It's a funnier joke, and Krillin's like, listen, buddy, let's be friends. Now I'm going to kick you in the knee. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's especially funny because, like, and I mean, we'll get to it because it happens in a few minutes, but, like, Krillin straight up tries to murder Goku a couple yeah. times. Yes, yes, he I, does. I do like that after after he trips Goku, Goku gets up and he's like smiling. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna beat you still." He doesn't like get upset. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. He accepts that. Hey, this is a game. That's that's how you play it. Uh, <laughs> we got a little bit ahead of it because, like, in the middle of Roshi explaining the legend, we get this. The we get shots of the these maps being unfurled as the as the legend is explained. Oh right, yeah. And, and then at one point the map gets put down <coughs> and we see a lady's face and she's like, I finally found it, the sleeping princess at Devil's Castle. Yeah. And it's launch. Yeah. So it, about launch real quick. This is another th this is a similar sort of repeat of the problem that we had with the first movie in that the pacing is better, because shit moves at a faster clip. Right. Like that's great. But also, like, if you're not familiar with the story already, if you don't already know who these characters are and how they work, nothing's explained. Yeah. Like, Launch just kind of doesn't make sense if you don't already know what her deal is. Yeah, you can kind of pick it up by the end, but they, yeah, they don't give it the exposition that it has <laughs> yeah. in the, the original. Like, the thing we pointed out when we were watching it together earlier, Launch sneezes a total of three times. Yeah. Um... And also, if you don't know the twist of this, it does sound like Launch just wants to get a girlfriend. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. But yeah, so they take off, and is this where we get our, like, montage? Yeah, yeah. We get Okay, so we first we get, like, them swimming, and Goku's, like, a way faster swimmer, but then Krillin overtakes him, but only because he's being chased by a giant fucking shark. Right. Yeah, I like the implication <laughs> Krillin's scream that Krillin... as the shark is chasing him so good. Yeah, I, I, I like the implication <laughs> that Krillin can be better than Goku. He just needs to be properly motivated. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> and um, then they're running. <clears throat> excuse me, they're running, and like we see Krillin's running on a straightaway, and Goku's running up all these like different hills. And yeah, stuff. It, it's, it's this really good like really good animation shot. joke where yeah, it looks like they're just running next to each other, but then you see they're on different like layers of the background because like Krillin's running in, like you said in a straight line, and Goku is going like up and down all these hills. And, like, they establish that Goku is definitely running faster, but he's got, like, a longer path to run, so he's falling behind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's very reminiscent of, like, any time you've had to do a foot race in, like, a 2D game. Because, mm -hmm. like, they sh this whole sequence, they shoot, like, most of it from the side. Like, it feels... Yeah, yeah it, it almost looks like, like, a much... a, like a platformer, yeah. yeah I, like, I kind of yeah, compared it to the final level of Earthworm Jim 2, is what I was thinking of. Yeah. I, I was thinking Sonic 2, because, I don't know. It's, it's just, you know... Goku's Sonic and Krillin's Tails. <coughs> yeah. You know, I actually kind of want to see this dubbed with, with the two-player version of the Emerald Hill theme. It's just Goku and Krillin run along and... I love you so much, Michael. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's Also, a quick thing with the relative cheapness of the animation in this movie. One thing that does suck about the sequence when we're seeing them run sideways... Yeah. There's... 
they each have two frames of running animation, so it just looks like they're they're sliding along with their legs spread. They're just floating yeah. over the ground. Yeah, it's weird. It the... Kind of works in this one. Yeah, it didn't jump out at me as a problem uh, here, but yeah, we we talked about it before we started. The first movie looks pretty good. This one does not. No. It, There's some really choppy animation. It's very rough looking in a way that I don't really understand. Yeah, because usually anime movies have a bigger budget than the show. That's the whole <coughs> reason they're making a movie. Yeah. Uh, but they, they get to a bridge and Krillin manages to... Oh, right. Goku gets Krillin on it first. Goku. Right. But Go- and then yes. runs ahead, breaks the, the rope bridge. Yeah. He says, and... he, says, he says, look over there, Goku, to get ahead of Goku, which is pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. And as Goku is about to fall into the pit, he actually, like, makes this miraculous, like, he, he jumps from a few pieces of the falling bridge that are midair and then leaps. And he's actually going to make it to the cliff, but then Krillin straight up throws a rock Just at him. Just throws head, a rock at him. And, and knocks him down. Like, Krillin straight up tries to murder Goku here. Oh, uh, Krillin's very like, if good. if Goku wasn't Goku, he'd be dead. Yes. Uh, and then, having murdered his only competitor, Krillin... Just, like, finds a bus to get on and enjoys yeah. a nice lunch. It's so good! I love Dirtbag Krillin! Uh, and then it just cuts to him. I guess the bus reached the end of the line, because now he's just riding the head of a herd of buffalo. <laughs> what the fuck? And he's just so casual about it. He's just, like, cross-legged with his arms crossed on it. It's very good. It's very good. And then, like, he hears this screaming in the distance, and it's Goku gaining up on him. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah. wild. And they continue in this fashion for some I think at this point it cuts back to Roshi's Island, right? Yeah, I God, think it so. it keeps throwing me off the way you say Roshi's Island. Wait, oh, because it sounds like Yoshi's Island? Yoshi's Island? Yeah. 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 Oh, man, I wish Roshi was no, so we cut back. Yoshi. We come back to Roshi's Island. They're on Bert the Bashful's castle. And, this- uh... Just bribe, just bribe him with melons. And yeah. Slinger. Well, I mean, not I mean, kind of. Yeah. Not the best. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and I mean, like someone's clothes are being made to fall down. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, good jokes, everybody. We're all hilarious. Bulma has shown up on Roshi's Island, and yeah, uh, kind of unannounced. It, she yeah. really snuck up on him. I guess he's he's super into this porn, y'all. Yeah, he, pa- he didn't hear an airplane land. Right, he panics, tries to hide his porn, uh, and then we find out that like Yamcha and Oolong and Porn, everybody are here because they wanted to come yeah. say hi to Goku. And Yamcha yeah, and- got a haircut. Yamcha's got a haircut. He looks I like don't a good like boy. it. <laughs> I love it. He looks like a nice boy. You know he he uh, he's got a girlfriend now, and he's got a he's got to look look respectable. Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean like I mean I bet like Bulma's like oh I'm taking you to meet my parents, and he and he's like oh right. shit I gotta clean myself up. Like, yeah. I mean listen don't don't try to change the man like he's a <laughs> desert bandit. That's that's who you fell in love with. If that's not good enough for you, this isn't gonna work. Dude. I mean okay like. I agree. Bulma's not a good person. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think uh, the phrase "fell in love" is is making some assumptions that maybe aren't uh, entirely correct. I'm pretty sure. They okay, were that's fell the in man lust. you wanted to fuck real bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Roshi explains that Goku's off on a journey. Definitely not to go get him a girlfriend. He's trying to save a princess. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bulma sees through his shit immediately. Right. Uh, yeah. And, uh, they all head off to find Goku. 
And uh, I think at this point, Goku and Krillin have basically reached the devil's hand, right? Yeah, and we get a moment where Krillin is climbing this mountainside, and he finds that Goku's beat him to the top, because Goku pops is like, Hi, Krillin! And Krillin nearly falls to his death. Right. And Goku saves him. Yeah. And that's that's a recurring theme in this. It takes a long time to change. Like it's it's a character arc, folks. Yeah, I, um, I like that. A, that's one thing I'll say for this movie. I like that they build up the idea that Trillin slowly comes to like Goku because he sees that Goku's a nice guy. Yeah. Um. It's a. Uh, it's it's actually really nice. Yeah. Um. But in any case, we get this bit where uh, Goku and Krillin see the Devil's Hand. We see these four like. Sp- Sorry, five spires of rock sitting yeah. out in the distance, and it's the it's the it's the you know it's the devil's hand. Right. And and once the again, exchange is a little Dragon different in the sub and the dub, but the point is yeah. that Krillin is scared out of his his mind, and Goku's like, "Hey, that looks cool. Let's go." Yeah. In the dub, Krillin has this moment where he's like, "Oh my god, it's real! The devil's hand!" And Goku's just like, "Nah, it can't be. Come on, it just rocks." <laughs> This hor- I mean, this horrible like claw st- stabbing into the sky that can't be the home of Satan the Morning Star. Come on, Trillin. I mean, like whether it's just rocks or not, it can still be called the Devil's Hand. Right? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a similar gag with a, a a rock that looks like a dragon's mouth. Yeah, or it might actually just be a dragon that could turn to stone. I don't know. It's a fantasy world. Yeah, you're expecting Goku to understand metaphor, right? That's true. Goku yeah. is not that smart. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and Goku... Yeah, Goku's, like, too dumb to be scared of any of this. <laughs> yeah. He's also so, too fucking strong to be scared of any of this. Right. <laughs> we get a very brief shot of Bulma's airplane flying through a mountain pass. We don't see what happens to them quite yet. Yeah. Uh, first, we cut over to a disembodied voice and a pair of sunglasses. Yeah, talking, talking about how, they're how like, like, their plans are almost complete or some shit. We're gonna overthrow the sun and all that jazz. <laughs> it's a real uh, like Dark Souls kind of plot. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, it's like Berserk and Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say too. I was thinking Ro- Castlevania. Roshi picked very Castlevania. Roshi picked a really good day to send these kids on this dumb journey. Yeah. It's very Castlevania because I bet Goku got those two like uh, pork chops earlier from the walls. Probably he just ripped up <laughs> Roshi's drywall until he found some chicken. <laughs> Has, do you think all of Roshi's wisdom he stumbled into entirely by accident? Absolutely I do. All of his mystical items, the fact that he's immortal now, even yeah. his mastery of martial arts and his perfection of the Kamehameha wave, they actually all explain, of it he just fell ass backwards into. They actually explain his immortality in Dragon Ball Super. It's just this like herb that he eats a bunch of. Yeah. Like, well, they, they, they said they explained it in Dragon Ball too. But he had to put he had the Fountain of Youth. Oh right, well yeah. Uh, I guess they forgot about that. They at some did, point. yeah, because there's a whole episode in Dragon Ball Super where like Krillin wants to start training again. And he asks Roshi to like help him get up to speed, and Goku decides he'll train too, just to you know, hey, that'll be a fun thing for old time's sake. And he tells them to go find this mystical herb that he needs lots and lots of to live forever. Yeah, and he like sends them to Nightmare Island. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, there's just this giant that's pile of, like, pot so you're, leaves you're, that he starts eating. I was gonna say, you're saying it's like this movie, then. <laughs> yeah. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a callback, actually, yeah. Yeah. Well, if I remember right, their training wait. is a lot of this kind of thing. Wait, so, wait, so that's like, that's like super version of Goku and Krillin. Like, Goku's yeah. already ascended to godhood, essentially, and he still goes on a mystical quest on an island? Well, I said, he was just kind of like, he's looking for, uh, like, he, King Kai, the god that he normally trains with, won't train him. 
Whis, the other god that he trains with, doesn't want to train today. She's like, well, Master Roshi, I don't know. You got anything for me to do? I'm bored. I just have to imagine, like, anything that would qualify as, like, a, a mystical quest on, on yeah. Earth. Like, that can't be a challenge for Goku anymore. No, it, it can't it, be. Like, it's mainly there to challenge Krillin, and Goku's basically going along because he's bored. Okay, cool. Um, but so, basically, uh, we cut back to the plane... And a bunch of flying demons just grab the airplane and smash the window, and they go, they go down. Yeah. And there's a there's a kind of a thing where they pop up, and it's like, hey, how's it going, everybody? And then just yeah, this is where this movie gets. It's almost a little hard to follow for me. It feels like it jumps around a lot in a weird way. That like I'm like, wait, what? Did I miss it? What happened to the? Okay. Um, but Goku and Krillin are now somewhere deep in the castle, uh, and they hear like. Uh, Google can, like, see an army approaching on the horizon that Krillin can't. And it's literally like, just an army of demons with guns and armor and shit. And they just get trampled. And again, like, this is, again... I, d- I, I do love that the happens. army just kind of ignores them at first. Yeah. Like, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm trying to remember what happens next, because the order of this movie stops being I think, clear to me. I think this is where we meet, uh, I think this is where we meet Lucifer himself. Yeah. Is like this where, Bulma like, like Bulma, yeah. in a yeah. bedroom? Yes, Bulma wakes up in this really nice bedroom. Yeah, this part's I'm gonna be best. honest, it's, it's never made clear how exactly Bulma gets separated from the rest of right. the crew. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I assume that the demons, like, captured... Like they they broke the window open that's next to her. Yeah. So then they grab her from the window and let the everyone else fall. I guess. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It's it's never made clear because like just later it's on we're gonna go clear. through a bunch of stuff just, and then I'm just making this shit up. Sure. Based on, like, yeah. Right. But, right. But I mean we're we're gonna go through a whole bunch of stuff. It's gonna be a while before we see uh, Oolong Poir and Yamcha again. Right. And like oh you guys did you mention Bulma's... how Bulma dislocates her jaw? A little bit. Well, we'll, oh, we'll get to that. But yeah. like, she she goes through a whole bunch of stuff, and later she's gonna call for help when she realizes she's actually actually like in danger. And then we're gonna cut to the rest of the crew, and they're just wandering around somewhere. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. Like it's just it's not clear how Bulma wound up. No. Here. But like we said, yeah, Lucifer approaches her. Count Lucifer in the dub. <laughs> and she's and and he's hot, and she's just like hard eyes drooling. Right. And I love Bulma so much. Yeah. Yeah, or so this, this is a sexy vampire. Yeah, yeah. Devil demon question mark? Yeah. And like, at this point, she's with Yamcha, but she's like, oh, fucking drop him for this hug. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like, hey, you say you're old scratch? Well, I got an itch. <laughs> <laughs> I find it fascinating that, you know, we're talking about how the animation in this movie eight isn't too oh, great. Oh, did, did we also, yeah, we also mentioned that, that they think this is an amusement park because... Bulma's like, even for a haunted house, that's no way to treat your guests. Yeah, that's, like that's a weird thing they don't put in the dub where, like, they think it's a weird, yeah, amusement park haunted house or something. But the but the weird thing is, like, they use really good animation for when Bulma is shocked by Igor's appearance. And, yeah. like, she unhinges, like, her the her lower jaw, like, drops it's, it's like, like the a tendons door hinge. in her jaw just vanish and it just collapses. And, yeah, it's like a it's like a ninety degree angle to her upper yeah, it, jaw. Yeah, her jaw doesn't drop; it like swings open like yeah. a door hinge. Yeah, kind of great. And it's really well animated. It's very well animated and vaguely upsetting. <laughs> I feel like each each movie so far gets exactly one moment where they dump like an inexplicably large amount of the animation effort and budget into making Bulma do a really good reaction shot. Uh, what was the reaction shot in the first one? Uh, that time where she doubled over laughing. 
Oh, yeah. sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that we were all like, holy shit, this is a really good, like, one and a half seconds. Right. Uh, but, yeah, then she asks where her friends are. And we didn't, we, we touched on it, but Lucifer has a sidekick named Igor, who's just Igor. You know what Igor looks like. Yeah, yeah. We, we all know. And uh, Lucifer says, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll take you to your friends. And then it just shows Lucifer walking off screen and coming back with a syringe as big as he is. Well, yeah, what, what happens in the what, one that I'm watching, which is the Japanese, sure. uh, she's like, oh, by the way, where's Yamcha? Yeah. And then it and then it cuts to him with a syringe, and he goes, like, they don't look very tasty. Oh, yeah, see, yeah, they don't, they, they don't allude to that at all with Bulma. She's just like, oh, yeah, we'll take you to your friends. Come on, we're just grabbing this syringe for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, all right, BL's a babe, let's go. <laughs> definitely not babe. Gonna... Oh my god, I love you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's so good. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's very good. But Goku and Krillin start fighting these demons. Um, and this is a, this is another movie with bisexual lighting because it's got this, like, purpley-blue lighting in this demon cave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they fight... Yeah, go ahead. They fight the head demon, and we were talking about this before, so... Toriyama t- tends to make a lot of weird random pulls from Chinese mythology when he's doing Dragon Ball. I will right. say it's possible Toriyama had nothing to do with this design. because That's also true. It's possible, yeah. but like, there's so many elements that are specific to Naja that I feel like this is where this is coming now, from. Now what no, is, he's got the spear, he's got the windfire wheels, he's got the killer ribbon now, thing. Now what is Naja? Uh, Naja is uh, the Lotus Prince. He's this little kid. His whole story is about like self-sacrifice. Uh-huh. Um, and just, like, yeah, he, he crops up in a lot of, like, Chinese sure. media. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay. What, where, like, how'd you learn about this character, Michael? I'm just curious. Smite. Why oh, I know anything of course. About Chinese oh mythology? Of course. Of course. I didn't even think of that, but it makes so much sense. Yeah, fun. because you play yeah. a lot of the video game Smite. Played. Oh, man. Hmm. I'm not sure if that's I mean, listen, I'm not going to pretend I actually like if you had said like Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Is he in Dynasty I mean, Warriors? I, I mean, I also know about Guan Yu because because of Smite <laughs> and, and Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I mean, listen, I'm not going to pretend I'm an expert on mythology. Just this is a thing I recognized. <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah. Demon Horde runs over them, and Goku gets a Hega face for some reason. You can't just say that anytime someone sticks their tongue out. He doesn't just stick his tongue out. He his looks in no like way. Wonky. He does not look aroused in the slightest, Emily. I'm just saying. It's very. I'm just saying. Okay, whatever. Like, like, so Ahegao get... usually requires at least some blushing and drool. That's that's true. Any, anyhow. But his eyes are all funny and his tongue's out. He's like wall eyed and his tongue's out because he got hit. He got trampled. Yeah. All right, Steffi. we're moving on. <laughs> so sorry. we get what is we get what is an elaborate fight scene that is kind of fun. It would be more fun if it wasn't so choppy. Yeah, yeah, it's like, not animated well at all. Like yeah, and, all, and like I don't. There, wanna... is, there is a really cute detail in that. There's this little pink demon guy that's yes. adorable, and he's trying so hard to take Goku down. He just, like, bites his leg, Goku kicks him away, he comes back later and bites Goku's head, like, he just keeps trying to bite Goku in every possible yeah. place. Right, and, and he's, it's, it's so this good. little pink puffball, it's like a demon version of Kirby. Yeah. And it becomes a running joke, like, this thing keeps trying to take Goku down. It, it's, it's like and a it, stage one Digimon. It's so cute. Yeah. Uh, sorry, there's this whole thing where we're smashing form? pillars, 
Krillin, like, trips the front guy of the army, and they go down like dominoes, and that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just kind of, we have a long fight scene. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that in this one. And, like you said, it's just... <clears throat> It just it would be so much better if it was just a little better animated. I don't know. Yeah, it does yeah. it does get kinda neat when, when the, the head demon starts using that ribbon thing and starts slicing the pillars and yeah, stabbing yeah, yeah. at the ground. Because Goku kinda doesn't have an answer for that. Right, he doesn't know how to use the burning finger. How is he gonna defeat the undefeated of the East? Oh my god, it's true. <laughs> Love a G Gundam. Anyhow, uh <laughs> One part I really like is when Krillin trips the first demon in the demon horn. I mean, there's a domino over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we mentioned that. Um, but Oh, sorry. That's fine. I, mean, I, I have no room to talk with, hey, guys, remember this thing? And then Listen, everyone else going like, hey, we talked about it ten seconds This ago. This movie's a weird fever dream that I have a hard time keeping straight. I understand. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, so Krillin's like, hey, Goku's busy fighting everybody. This is my chance to like run off and and take the lead in our race question mark yeah like he did bails we, did we also mention that all of the demons have bandoliers and like machine yeah guns? yeah definitely <laughs> yeah so there's there's a lot of that in this of like the dragon ball's weird mix of like stuff that's ancient but also like stuff that's really anachronistic mm-hmm. I, mean, I love it yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, it's great, but also, like, it's weird that we've got this demon army serving, like, you know, the Lord of the Flies, and also they've all just got, you know, machine guns. Yeah. He's not actually Beelzebub. His name is Lucifer. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's a good joke, that Beelzebub thing, like, <laughs> babe, that was that was really funny, but he's also not Beelzebub. I think he he's might Lucifer. be. I mean, I mean he, he might Beelze- be. Be- Beelzebub and Lucifer are two different entities, is what I'm trying to say. Are, are yeah. they? Now I gotta double check, are they? They yes, absolutely they are. are. Looking it up. <laughs> Okay, I love how you I mean, never trust either way, me he's the anything. adversary. So, um, but so we cut to uh, yeah, you're right. We cut to actually, we cut to <laughs> yeah. The, I know the I'm devil right. Himself. Thanks. I'm surprised um, you didn't know that, Luke. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't either. I thought Beelzebub was another name for Satan. Nope. No, there's lots of different demons, dude. Like, right. I was I was researching them for a possible comic idea that they had. Gotcha. So, yeah. Anyway, we cut to Mephistopheles giving <laughs> Bulma the God uh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> tour of of the facilities. And uh, basically, she's he's telling her she's cute and is like showing her around. And uh, yes, how old she is? She's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm 16 years old. He's like, oh, I haven't had a 16 year old in a while. <laughs> Creepy. Yeah, like Igor says, it's like it's been a while since we've had a 16 year vintage. So like, they, so it, they makes, just... it makes it obvious that they're gonna eat her and not right do other things to her, which. Yeah, this yeah, is so... this is on Bulma, like straight up. Like, I get that he's hot, but like, yeah, you should have clued in by now that they're going to drink your blood. Like, yeah. Igor's still carrying that giant fucking syringe. Maybe around. she's okay with that. Yeah, she doesn't want it to be the syringe. She I, wants the bite. I do like how this entire time, uh, like Igor constantly just doesn't care about what Bulma's saying and just rephrases it to be about blood. Like, she's like, "Oh, I'm kind of woozy." He goes, "Oh, it's because of the altitude." You're. Oh, I'm sorry. Let, let me do the dub voice. Oh, it's because of the altitude. Your blood's thin. And then, uh, like, when they're walking along and uh, Lucifer, like, compliments her, she says, like, oh, you're making me yeah, blush. He goes, that just means the blood's going to your head. Yeah, they stop They stop just short of that one Looney Tunes where Dracula goes, rest is good for the blood. Yeah, I love yeah, yeah. that Looney Tunes, <laughs> by the way. It's a very good It's Looney really Tunes. great. When he starts, when he finds out the magic words are like abracadabra and hocus pocus, and he starts mixing them up, and Dracula keeps turning into like this half-man, half-bat, oh, and yeah. it's great. So good. I remember that. I, I, 
like I, I as a kid, I had Quackbusters on VHS, and that was one of the um, cartoons they put in Quackbusters, and it was very good. Yeah. That was a weird thing during like the eighties and nineties when they tried to like repackage old Looney Tune shorts. Yeah, and movies. yeah. Quackbusters really so good weird. though is the thing. <laughs> but again, I I cannot keep track of the plot of this movie because there isn't much of one. Okay, so yeah, they, 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 get to, they, they, they get to the they, arena. Yeah, and it yeah. plays this like. This like Final Fantasy ass music. It reminds me of that you know one song that's like in in like everything they try to make epic, where it's like yeah, like da 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 da. That one. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I couldn't I couldn't do it well enough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But fucking she and Paul was talking about how she still thinks this is a masquerade party. Yeah. I was just like yeah, they're costumes. Yeah. Really good, really good demon costumes for all like five thousand people here. Right, it's so strange. Yeah, and, and Lucifer is giving this whole explanation about you know, oh, we've got a, a beautiful young lady as a guest. Isn't this a treat? And everyone starts laughing, and Bulma doesn't get the joke, and they like sit her down in a throne, and they're like, "Hey, you're a dumb shit. We're gonna drink your blood now." Uh, and they tie her up. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so she's she's left tied to a throne in a room full of hungry monsters. And she's like, I can't believe the father of lies deceived me! (laughs) (laughs) And Lucifer gets a little not hot for a while, because whenever he gets, like, really demon-y, he gets, like, less handsome. Yeah, yeah. And is this the point where Goku and Krillin, like, their fight bursts in here? Oh, uh, no, we, we, we go to Yamcha. Uh, right, yes, this is when we finally we, find okay. out, yeah, that they're just somewhere. What? Yeah, they're just here in the demon castle. We don't know how the fuck they got here. And he's like, was that Bulma's voice? Because she screamed when she realized she was going to be eaten. Yeah. But she finally put one and one together. <laughs> yeah. You'd think he'd recognize Bulma's screams by now. Mm, I mean, that's assuming a lot, Dustin. She does scream a lot, though, is the thing. That's true. I mean, uh, yeah. I think I think after, I think we just see like Yamcha pour an oolong for like a second, yeah. And then we cut back to what uh, Krillin's doing. Krillin and, goes to a cliffside, and then a pterodactyl picks him up. Yeah, he gets. He actually doesn't realize for a second that he's too busy scare, staring like at how big of a drop the cliff is, and like, oh god, I really don't want to fall. Right. And then like it takes him a moment to realize he's been lifted up by the pterodactyl, which yeah. is great. Yeah, and then it flips back to Goku, who's running away from the demons, and he sees Krillin getting carried by this two-headed pterodactyl. I think he, he he hears Krillin getting grabbed and screaming for help. Oh, okay. And, and Goku's like, oh no, Krillin! And he runs off from the fight with all the demons uh, following Goku behind. Right. And uh, <laughs> Krillin, what's great about this is Krillin like finally has the bright idea, I'm gonna bite this pterodactyl's foot real hard so he'll have to let go. Mm. And then... It's, that works. It's really good. He looks really smug about it. He's like, yeah! He's like, <laughs> yeah! It's it's a real wily Coyote moment, because he just hangs there in the air like, <laughs> yeah, that's thinking, Krillin, that's me, I'm I'm good, I'm a smart bo- oh shit, gravity. Right. And then he goes. <laughs> Is this where he like, almost falls into the weird piranha plant thing? Yeah, yeah the, the first so, of like yeah. two Goku, times that happens. D- despite the fact that Goku was told he couldn't use a Kinto Ud, he summons a Kinto Ud to catch uh, Krillin before he gets eaten by a giant fucking whatever. Well, I think that is. stipulation was only for them getting to the castle. You know, yeah. and he is saving Krillin's life with it. It seems, you know. Yeah, Fair. I don't think I don't <sighs> think Roshi is going to care or find out. Yeah, uh, but we do get the gag of Goku tries to put Krillin in the cloud. And and we actually get this kind of funny bit of animation of Krillin like 
realizing he's sinking through and trying to swim to stay on top yeah. of the cloud. Yeah. And then he they falls, repeat he... the animation of him catching him, but it's okay because it's a good joke. So I don't sure. Really yeah, it's a nice gag, and it also it, it establishes, it's a rule of threes, y'all. We find out about the piranha plant monster, we show him again, yep. and then we're going to get it a third time in a little bit. Yeah, here. you say you don't mind. I mind a little. <laughs> it seems very lazy. I mean, ah, lazy's the wrong I, I, word. It I, just seems very I, like cheap looking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind as much if the rest of the movie was animated better. Sure. If they did like one, because I mean, it's kind of funny because like it's repeating it because like oh he just saved him and now he has to save him again from the same thing. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But the but because the rest of the the movie is so choppy, mm-hmm. it doesn't really, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a yeah. They 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 saved a little bit of money with a good gag. It feels like they just continue to save money with bad animation yeah. yeah yeah i see what you mean so so we get a bit where krillin you know at least in the sub tells goku like listen don't don't think i owe you anything you did that on your own like krillin's still being kind of a dirtbag right and the head monster summons wheels of fire under his feet and a spear and then goes after goku yeah uh as do a bunch of like wing and demons uh with gadling guns and we just get an aerial fight sequence that kind of like nothing much really happens here. There's a bunch of bits where like Goku deflects shit, and like Krillin almost gets hit, and we get reaction shots from him, and that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, midway through the fight, we cut back to Bulma, and there's a quick, dumb gag about how Igor is like using a cotton swab on her chest, and yeah. she's like, "Why are you being perverted?" And, and she's, like, she's, she's laughing the... too because he's yeah. being, she's being tickled, presumably. It's so. Mm, I... Did we go to that? I thought we went back. I thought we got the. The defeat of the spear guy first. Uh, it, no, this Bulma scene happens midway through the flying fight. Does um, it? Okay. Yeah, because this, this is also this is also where the arch fiend is like, "Hey, everybody, it's time for the ceremony tonight. We finally have some food," and we find out that in the crowd is uh, Oolong transformed into one of the monsters, and Puar transformed into a disguise that Yamcha is wearing. They're yeah, hiding which, in the crowd. Man, that I raises some questions. I, I'm trying to find it here. I, I mean, it, listen, it doesn't matter. It, it all just kind of happens all at once. Okay. Uh, yeah, at some point, they, they're still fighting the demon guy, and they, they get the prana plant to eat him. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, and then this, as, as Yamcha's getting, like, he's trying not to blow their cover, and he almost does. Yeah. Because uh, Bulma's about to get stabbed, and this is when Krillin and Goku show up and kind of, like, they just explode onto the scene. Right. Well, that's another point uh, I like in the dub, where, uh, like, Yamcha walks up to Bulma, and she's like, he's like, hey, it's me, Yamcha. And Igor's gonna be like, wait, who the fuck's Yamcha? Who are you? And he's like, ah, uh, yeah. I'm just... Uh, uh, uh. One of the demons. <laughs> oh, oh, hun, you're right. We did, we did miss one point. Uh, before Goku and Krillin explode onto the scene we do get the bit where goku baits the head demon into swimming low to the water yeah and getting eaten by the piranha plant yeah. monster yeah yeah, yeah yeah we said that yeah yeah uh, we, did. we went no. over that yeah yeah we, we did All go right. we did this... go over that but I, I was right in that it, it the the bulma getting tickled scene happens after that yeah all right noted Doesn't okay. matter, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh this this movie is just a fever dream pretty much yeah it's yeah. just it it goes too like there are so many cuts is part of There's the a ton of like, cuts, but there's not that much happening. Yeah, like, we... There's, like, at any given time, like, it's not like a lot's happening, but we have, like, four different events happening, and each one of them takes, like, ten minutes, but we spend that ten minutes intercutting between everything. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, and like, and like okay, so Yamcha, 
uh, Puar and Oolong have infiltrated the demons. Yes. But we didn't see them coming up with that plan or anything. They're just there. They're just there. Anyway, yeah. And so, they're like, wait, what happened? Right. Like, where's, like, and you find out later that Puar became Yamcha's disguise. Yeah. Which is, I was like, where's yeah. Puar? That's what happened? alarming. Which is weird. Uh, but th- at this point, Goku and Krillin fall into the tent in the center of the arena. Yeah. Uh, which is, I guess we're... I, was Bulma in the tent or near the tent? No, she, she, she wasn't she was anywhere near the tent. She was, like, by the door. Okay. Yeah. I, again, the, the geography of the scene is also very confusing, mm-hmm. along with everything else. Um, but uh, Krillin and Goku find the titular sleeping princess in the Devil's Castle, and it's just... A big old it's gem. Just a, it's just it's a jewel. Yeah. And finally, this movie starts to get good, because Launch shows up. Heck yeah! yeah she fu- on her again. fucking on her motor on her motor unicycle again, which is the best. The motor unicycle the drifts best. into frame. She can drift with her power unicycle. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love her. It is the coolest a unicycle has ever been. <laughs> it really is. You know what? A normal person would say you can't make a unicycle cool, and Launch is proving them wrong every day. God bless her. I think you can make a unicycle <laughs> cool like pretty easily. No, you absolutely can't do- unless you're I've Launch. I've seen people. I've seen people do, like, stunts and shit with unicycles. It's cool. My friend used to be a competitive uh, unicycle mountain biker. I, mm, listen, we'll, we shouldn't. I mean, we've... that's impressive, but they're probably still going to look like a dork. <laughs> I, I think it's cool. <laughs> Unicyclists out there, I think you're cool. <laughs> Shout out to all the unicyclists listen, in the audience. I got, I got nothing against unicyclists, but I don't think you all look cool. All two of you. You just, you just need to turn them into do. cool motorcycle, unicycle things. Anyway, yeah, uh, well, the thing with Launch is, you wouldn't think it'd be possible to pop a wheelie with a unicycle, but she finds a way somehow. <laughs> this is some of the worst stuff where she, where, where we, we see um her, Launch, like, gets away with the sleeping jewel, or at least is trying to, and then we see Goku, like, running past Bulma, and Bulma notices him, and we get some of the choppiest animation in the movie. Yeah. Because it's yeah, like we get, pretty rough. So, so everyone, basically, uh, Puar, Oolong, uh, Yamcha, and Bulma all realize it's Goku. And Bulma at least tries to yell to him for help, but he's already gone. Right. Yeah, like, uh, uh, the animation I'm talking about, I just want to describe it a little bit. Where, like, it's, it zooms into Bulma's face where she opens up her mouth and she screams out for Goku, right? But it's not a fluid animation. It's, like, three frames. Yeah, it's... It's not good. I'm just... Yeah, I don't get why this movie looks so bad. It's It's cheap and it's old. But the the previous one didn't look bad. Like, why is this one cheaper than that one? Well, yeah, why is it cheap? It, why is it even a moon that exists if it's so cheap? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's weird. So, Launch is, like, right. gunning down these demons with her yeah, Uzi. She's, she's more effective against these demons God, than anyone else. She's is, even so Goku. cool. She's so cool, except... Except... except she hasn't gotten that hairnet I told her to get last episode. Are we going to talk yep. about the scene where, like... Yamcha, Puar, and Wulong get discovered? Because that happens before. Yeah, I, I think we said that. Did we? Yeah, again. Uh, uh, no, we didn't. Oh, okay. But like, so, yeah, Episodes so of Fever the cover Dream. gets blown when mm. Oolong's disguise fails. Yeah. And he Which doesn't realize ca- it at first. It, he's still acting like a demon. Yeah. I feel like and this kind of answers our question where we're like, does Puar have a time limit? Because they don't. They yeah, just, she doesn't, like, well, not, but she breaks it because she's panicking they, about Oolong's being covered. Being oh, I, I thought her time limit ran out. No, no, she, no, she she did they, it in a panic. Okay. Yeah, um, they they like un, they unbecame uh, Yamcha's disguise, and yeah. then yeah, they they get and then that blows Yamcha's by... cover, and Yamcha doesn't realize his cover's blown. 
And he's selecting all smug. Yeah. They get a bunch of guns pointed at them, and Yamchap lays his hands because for some reason he's not allowed to kick ass in this movie. Eh, you know. Easy Yamcha. Yeah, the thing is, like, Yamcha at this point in the story can hold his own against Goku. He should be able to fight some demons. Uh, Yamcha should just get used to not being very good at things, I think. <laughs> It'll make it easier. Yamcha does, Yamcha does cool stuff in Dragon Ball still. Like, he's in one of the, like, he's in, like, most of the world tournaments and does, like, cool stuff in them. Yeah, so yeah. But this is the point where uh, Launch turns into into Blue Hair Launch. Yes. Uh, and crashes. She actually turns into Blue Hair Launch in midair, so her crash is really brutal. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and then we get more great animation of her, like, turning where it's, like, three frames, and it's like, what the fuck, you guys? Yeah. She's like, what? Where am I? What? What? Yeah. How did I get why here? I, uh, why and am I in the castle of the Lord of Demons? <laughs> I like how. Why am I in I like Diablo? Blue haired launch just immediately knows where she is. She kind of doesn't though. And she's like, "Where am I?" Yeah. That's literally what she says. Oh, uh, like uh, b- yeah. blue haired launch lives a miserable life. Yeah. Like, when did I you. get to Doom 2016? Uh, Blonde launch <laughs> isn't ideal for what she wants, but I think she's in a better position than blue launch just because she's better at just rolling with it. She's like, all right, I don't know where I am, but I don't care. I'm just going to start shooting people because that's yeah, what I like she, to do. At yeah. least she can manage herself. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Launch yeah. just so, seems like she gets put in random vulnerable situations all the time. Yeah. So, so Blue Launch which, is, is, is she's, she's crashed her motorcycle. Goku is there and uh, Lucifer shows up holding Krillin by the throat. Saying, yes. Like, well, yeah, first Goku picks up the, the sleeping princess because Launch dropped it in the crash. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And he's like, hey, I've got the thing. Now I can take it to Master Roshi and become his student. And then, you know, the Lord of Darkness is just like, uh, no, I don't think so. You're going to give me that jewel or I'm going to kill your friend. And mm-hmm. Goku's like, ah, yeah, I guess so, and throws him the jewel. And Goku then... does have to think about it for a minute. <laughs> like, like I... is he my friend? <laughs> Well, this is kind of the part where Krillin like really realizes that Goku's a really good guy. Yeah, Krillin yeah, absolutely yeah. would have just would have just jetted out of there with the right with the, the, the jewel. But he gives it a whip, and then and then the demons attack, and Goku's like, "What the fuck? You lied? What?" Yeah, <laughs> he still hasn't understood the possibility that people can lie about things. And yeah, yeah he, he and beats up a bunch of the, demons. The best but... part of this, the best part of this is at first Goku's holding his own against the demons. Yeah, yeah. But then the little pink running yes. Joker demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is finally a good... gets him by the tail. And he goes down. That was a good, like, setup and punchline for the pink demon as a good, like, running gag. The, the pink demon, I, I I was so proud of him, but also sad for Goku when that happened. Sure. Uh, they still have Bulma tied up separately, because I guess they're still planning to drink her blood, you know, when they get around to it, I guess. For some reason, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, they're on they, a they call her a sacrifice the, uh, a few times. Yeah. I thought it had something to do with the laser, but no, it doesn't. Uh, you, and, know and how, so, you know yeah, how when you have a party and, like... Yeah. You know, you got a potluck and people are responsible things and someone has to bring, like, the punch bowl for people. Right. <laughs> but Bulma is the punch bowl. Yeah. For the party. <laughs> but, like, like they're, they're completely, sun. like, everyone is trapped. They got nothing but time and they just don't ever drain her blood because they can't kill Bulma <laughs> because it's a movie. Well, they, they, don't, they don't have I nothing mean, but time because they, they are trying to shoot the sun as soon as it is dawn. I don't know, they got time to put them in this weird rock stockade. I feel like they had some time. The the rock stockade. How does this work? How did they get them in? Like, magic. How are they planning on getting them back out? Magic. I don't get it. 
I don't think they are planning on getting them back out. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think they were planning on getting them back out. I mean, they're gonna use them for food, so I don't. I don't. Well, know. You just, yeah, it's like a soda fountain. I mean, Lucifer says this line in in the, in in the Japanese version at least, um, of like the reason they don't immediately just kill Goku or Krillin is like he says, "Well, they taste better while they're still alive, right. so take them alive." Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, th- th- this rock stockade is just like a soda fountain. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. It's fucked um, up. Yeah. So uh, we, and, we cut. Um... We, <laughs> we we cut to the devil himself. Yes. And he starts giving this uh, speech about how um, it's uh, about how it's time. Like we will escape the tyranny of the sun now. And like it, there's there's all these computer screens that at first are showing like very old timey art of the of like the solar system. Like yeah. the sun has a face. Yeah, like medieval stuff. artwork of the sun and shit. Yeah. yeah. But then it just cuts to like a digital timer. Like it just goes six, five, yeah. four. Yeah. As these robot panels like open in the ceiling, and it's yeah, and it's like it's it's time to bring about eternal darkness. It's time to put the sleeping princess in our giant laser gun machine. Yeah, and, and they, so we they, can they, blow they, up they, the sun. They power up the sleeping princess with moonlight, and it it starts glowing with the pan fry the pan pride flag colors. <laughs> this is very good. Yeah, <laughs> pansexuality will will. They're gonna use the power of pansexuality to destroy the sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he, he literally says we're going to blow up the sun. <laughs> Which I don't think would go that well for him. He thinks it's yeah, gonna make it nighttime all the time, but yeah. it's just gonna freeze the Earth over. I mean, these are demons, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't, I don't think the Earth spinning wildly without an orbit is gonna work out super well, even for the undead. Yeah, it seems like it's just a bad call on a lot of fronts. But yeah, uh, we, 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 cut, we cut to but, the people trapped in the wall and the pink demons watching over his victory, which is pretty yeah. good. So, so basically, everyone has their their hands and head. Sticking out of this, like, just sticking out of a wall, basically. Right. Except for Poir, just her head is. Yeah. Um, but so, here's here's the bit I talked out, talked about way near the beginning, about where the dub fucks something. Because yeah. in this bit, Goku's, you know, fucking, uh, it's not really a huge spoiler. They're gonna I also see, do Goku's like, Goku's gonna see the move. Just, just real quick, I also like how Launch is like, why am I here? And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. Goku's the, gonna see the moon. Yeah. And... In the dub, they add in this whole thing where Krillin, like, like asks the rest of the crew, why are you all freaking out? And they're like, no, don't you know what happens if Goku sees the moon? In the original version, it makes a lot more sense because, like, they're actually young at Krillin because he's cracking jokes. Right. Uh, at, a, at a dark time. And this, at least in the movie continuity, um, is where Goku sees the moon for the first time. Now... This is this is also kind of another situation where if you don't already know about the characters, this also still kind of comes out of nowhere. It's hard to follow because we don't get the backstory about his grandpa being trampled by the mysterious monster or anything. No, it's just yeah. Goku yeah. sees the moon and then oh shit, he's a giant monster. But in turning into a monster, as I guess is just always what happens when Goku turns into a monster, he destroys the thing that were tra- that was trapping his friends. Right. Uh, but which is good. But now they have to run away from this giant monkey. Yeah, and it's yeah. very much a recreation of the pilaf one because even even like Puar has that moment where it's like, oh, the full moon's beautiful, and then they're like, yeah, the moon, yeah. And he looks up like it's it's definitely a recreation of the of the pilaf. And thing. like he kidnaps Launch the same way he kidnapped Bulma. And, yeah, they uh, do the King Kong thing where he stands in front of the moon and pounds his chest with one arm and holds the damsel in the other and threatens <laughs> yeah, to eat her. He he does not lick her face like he like he does the Bulma. No. Nope. 
Thankfully or unthankfully, depending on your disposition. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the way they figure out his tail is his weakness is a little different here. Um, because Krillin saw Goku get taken down by the little pink demon, so he's like, wait a minute, his tail is his weakness. And Yamcha goes, okay, right, let's go fight his tail. Yeah. And kind of like the previous time, they ineffectually fight his tail for a little bit. And then Yamcha just tells Poor to turn into a pair of scissors, and, and that just It is doesn't. literally the same shot from the anime, except the meat inside the tail is this weird manila color. Yeah, it's like it's it's like we were talking about how bad this is compared to like other movies, but even compared to the regular anime, it's not drawn as well. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't look like actual flesh. It's weird. I, yeah. I kind of like it. It's kind of like how you know it's like how can we make sure Vulcans in Star Trek are definitely aliens? Let's just say their blood's green. Yeah. Like, yeah, just saying meat is yellow. Doesn't oh, even look like oh. meat, though. Yeah, I don't like that sentence you just said. It, it looks what, like Satan, Satan meat is yellow? Yeah, Satan meat, yeah. that's it, yellow. It looks like he has why, a marzipan is, okay, for a tail. If, 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 if Satan yeah. meat is yellow, why isn't their blood yellow? Uh, uh, I don't like this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, when a Saiyan bleeds, it's not blood, it's... Uh, it's um, Vanilla cream. Thing. What do you think yeah. Saiyans taste like? Apparently, just like a like a root beer float, according to Mike. When, oh, when, that's when, del- when, that sounds when, delicious. When, when yeah, bleed, it does they're, actually. They're, they're not really bleeding; it's just weakness leaving the body. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, see, Saiyan is actually uh, 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 a mistranslation of an ancient word for sarsaparilla. <laughs> oh man, oh, gotta drink me some Saiyan blood then. All right. <laughs> uh, so we get the whole thing of Goku waking up naked and then figuring out he doesn't have his tail. Yeah. And then kind of getting over it really quickly. Um, and then they realize, oh, no, we've got to save Bulma. Let's go, everybody. Including you, random blue-haired lady who's just still kind of rolling with us for some reason. Right. I mean, what else is she going to do? Yeah, at this point. But, uh... They're used to running with a blue-haired some... lady, so it's not that big of a deal. That is true. It's just like, yeah, yeah, you can be a replacement Bulma for now. Substitute Bulma. <laughs> <laughs> just dead water. Right, so they, they go but... up to, like, the control room for this weird crystal laser that's going to destroy the moon. This, like this gun is so weird, because, like, it's a high-tech sci-fi gun, but also it's weirdly demonic-looking. It's it's like something out of Warframe. It, it's it's very uh, Chrono Trigger, which makes sense. Um, and yeah, he's, he's got Ray-Bans on now, which is pretty cool. Yeah, he's put sunglasses on because the sun is coming up, which is a pretty great look. He's just this Count yeah. Dracula-looking motherfucker with sunglasses. Yeah, and a big old computer and a giant laser gun, and he's gonna blow up the sun. Like, this this is this is a look. It's really silly, and I enjoy it. But so, Goku and Krillin run in, and... They do repeat the bit of uh, Goku is wearing uh, Oolong's pants now. Yeah, they don't like draw it's attention to it. It's never commented on is. in this movie, but it's just yeah, he's doing that now. Yeah, uh, I would not want to draw trust the pants policy. that have been previously worn by a pig. Mm, or well, not by Oolong at <laughs> least. Specifically by Oolong. Yeah, I should say. Yeah. I was gonna say Oolong yeah, because like you shouldn't. Pigs are cool. Don't harsh on pigs. <laughs> <laughs> so we get this bit. Um, it lasts all of, like, five seconds, and that part sucks, but also it's kind of the culminating moment of kind of Krillin's arc of, uh, you know, Satan is about to, like, fireball, you know, Hadouken Goku to death. No, that's not and Krillin, Satan. Like, Satan is the world champ. Uh, listen, we haven't met that Satan yet. <laughs> it's gonna be okay, a few the, years. This is explicitly Lucifer, though. Is what... Okay, the Morning Star <laughs> yeah. is about to... 
uh, is about to blow up Goku, and Krillin, like, jumps and knocks him out of the way of the explosion. And then, like, they, they have this moment where they give each other a look, and then they pose together, and they both leap together back into battle. And it's like, hey, teamwork! It's really cool. Making but, the dream uh, work. But also, like, yeah, saying, uh, Lucifer shoots <laughs> a few fireballs, and it's reused animation. Yeah, it's the same time. animation every time he launches a fireball. It, and it's really yeah. stupid. Yeah. There's, a, there's a moment mm-hmm. where Igor tries to fight with a battle axe for, like, two seconds, and Yamcha just kicks him. Yeah. He does a one then, thing. He does one thing in this movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And he, he uses the axe to free Bulma off screen. We just see them running away. Yeah. Uh, Yamcha doesn't get to do anything, y'all. Goku charges up a Kamehameha that is easily the biggest one he's shot in the series to date. Well, Bulma's specifically just, like, this is this is the first and only time Goku has any idea what's actually going on. Yeah. Bulma, Bulma just yells, hey, Goku, blow up the machine. He's going to destroy the sun. And Goku's like, well, well that sounds bad. That sounds I also bad. like when, when, he, when he says he's going to destroy the sun, Bulma's like, but I won't be able to go to the beach anymore. And in here, he's, she says, like, Goku, he's going to make it so we can't go to the beach. I mean, he's going to blow up the sun. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it's a good really gag. Good. And yeah, this is this is an enormous fucking Kamehameha wave. Yeah. Especially because, again, this is the movie continuity where he's basically only done the Kamehameha, like, what, twice? Twice, yeah. Once, the second time he does it was pretty big, though. It was, it was. Movie. But yeah, like, in the, in the yeah. show so far, he can, like, if he shoots a couple in a row, he can break a hole in a wall. Yeah. Like, if you, what I like if about you give him a few bit... hours, he can break through a stone with his Kamehameha. <laughs> what I like about this bit is that Lucifer actually does successfully, like, hit the button to fire the gun, but Goku, like, destroys the foundation under it so it starts falling. Yeah. And then, like, we get this bit where where Lucifer, like, catches himself. He's hanging from a ledge over the hole where the, gu- where the, the gun has fallen into, but then it fires and hits him, and this dude gets just burned to a crisp by a laser that was designed to blow up the sun. Yeah. Like, this dude's <laughs> fucking... God. I'm gonna be honest, I'm a little surprised that the laser itself didn't do horrible damage to the Earth. <laughs> if it was strong yeah, enough I mean, to still, destroy it's, the it's, sun. It's, it's, it's very it's still directed. pointed at the sky, so... Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, it's very directed. It blew up Mars, because uh, presumably the laser kept going. That's it's, true. It, it, can, it can reach the sun, which is very far it's away. It's very far away! <laughs> uh, but everyone kind of reconvenes. <laughs> it's, it's daybreak now, outside... And uh, Krillin wants to like yeah. tell Goku I that mean, he will. We, we, we should now. say that like the whole castle fucking explodes. Yeah. And, and three of the uh, two more of the rock pillars fall down, and like yeah. like this is it. Like the the sleeping princess is is fucking there's gone. A, there's a like, dumb corny joke in the dub where uh, Lucifer's like, "Oh no, the devil's hand is collapsing," and Igor says, "Oh, don't worry, master. It was only the pinky finger," and then it continues to crumble. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think that was actually earlier when the first finger got blown. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't I remember just, how that. I, I think it might have happened when Goku went all monkey. Oh, I maybe. I just yeah, realized yeah. that the 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 big photo at the end uh-huh. is the the demon hand is also putting up its two fingers. Uh, oh, it's making yeah, a peace sign the in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised none of y'all caught that. Yeah, I didn't. I but didn't. Yeah, but there's a whole bit where like they all stop and pose and make peace signs and it and, zooms out like it's a photo op. Yes, and in the I, dub, I, the narrator literally says, say cheese, everybody. It's yeah. really weird. And, and, and admittedly, this would make a great poster. Yeah, it would, yeah. Uh, or like an album cover or something. It's really cool. <laughs> but it doesn't make any sense no. when you do it. No, no. Uh, they bring Launch back to Roshi's Island and the same basic thing yep. from last episode plays out where... 
She yeah. he tries to hit on her and she sneezes and shoots all of them and then sneezes <laughs> again and is like whoops and d- does a yeah. nice Steve Urkel did I do that moment I was and... gonna say did yeah. I do that what's <laughs> nice is like we don't actually see uh, Roshi do anything to her like he takes her into the house and then off screen she yeah. changes back into evil launch which probably makes things even more confusing for like if you don't know who this character is yeah but like yeah. It's it's just kind of that's the end of it. Like we get that gag and then boom, credits were out. Yep, that was Sleeping Princess in Devil's Castle. So, kind of sucked. Yeah. Uh huh. Wasn't very good. There were there were things to like about it. Yeah. But yeah, on the whole, just nah, not not really. Just kind of lame. It's just super it's, messy. It's weird because like it's weird because like it didn't have many of the things we usually end up not liking about dragon no there was like, no like gross sex stuff for the most part there was a little bit with roshi yeah, I mean, but roshi not that was, bad. had that bit where he was watching the exercise show and then there was the porno mag but that was that was about it like yeah. this show th- this this wasn't like creepy or 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 sexual assaulty or anything like that it's right. just and like there were some really great shining moments like again that sequence where, where goku and krillin were first like having their race through the countryside like yeah. that was fun basically anytime krillin was doing anything like this is a re- this is a yeah. tour de force for krillin yeah. I was like krillin's arc was cool um but like and, on the whole like yeah this just it was just kind of boring which is usually not a thing you end up saying about dragon ball yeah there are a lot of there are a lot of things we end up saying about dragon ball both nice and not nice but boring is not a word we've used up until this point yeah there it, it is it, it might have been okay if the animation was good because at least we would have got like cool if like, it had been just like a fun spectacle of goku and krillin fighting an army of demons that that would have been enough but yeah, yeah. just kind of bleh what do you think dustin I pretty much agree. Like, I enjoyed the first 15, 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Where it was, like, Goku and Krillin first getting to the castle and interacting with each other. Because mm-hmm. there was some, like, really genuinely good jokes and some fun animation there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once they actually get into the castle proper, like, it... It probably help if there was any coherency to the things that are happening, that are happening in the castle. But, like... Yeah. Nothing really makes sense uh, in terms of cause and effect. Like, we're never yeah. really entirely sure where people are mm-hmm. or, like, what the what exactly is happening to the people there. Right. Um, things just start kind of happening for no apparent reason at all, like, in the castle. Yeah, it's the, and it's then the double it whammy ends. of... Yeah, it's, it's the double whammy of... It's hard to follow what's happening, and then once you've solved the mystery of what is happening, it's not interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I'll say, again, this is not necessarily a knock on the movie, because whatever, but I was really hoping that this would be another launch spotlight, because she's not going to get much of them, and it kind of wasn't. Yeah, no. I did want to point out, I forgot to say, when she first shows up in the dub and, like, drifts in with her wheelie, uh, with her uh, one-wheel motorcycle, she looks around and goes... Monster Mash! Graveyard Smash! I got the diamond! And then drives off. (laughs) And it's really good. That is worth noting that, like, Launch is entirely, like, ancillary to this. Like, she... You could cut her entirely and nothing would really change. Yeah, based on the summary I read of this, I thought the whole thing was going to be, like, this weird sort of four-way battle... We're like Krillin, Goku, and Launch are all trying to steal the diamond from Lucifer and having this like crazy like chase fight sequence where they're all like fighting over the diamond. And that sounded really good. Yeah. 
I kind I kind of think that would have been better because like when it comes right down to it, even the rest of the crew don't really do much. Like other yeah. than getting captured, Bulma and the gang don't really do anything either. Yeah, it's, so I feel I, like it would have been I, better like if they just never showed up at all. As yeah. much as I love those characters, yeah, it should uh, except, except Oolong. Right, it should have um, just been a large Krillin Goku movie. That would have been way better. Yeah, like yeah. they could have yeah. very easily like if they really needed uh if they really needed Lucifer to have like a lady to capture for the sacrifice, capture Blue Launch. They could have easily just had Dumb Launch be the that person. Yeah, exactly. And then like she escapes by turning into the other. Launch. Right. Yeah. 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 That that would have been a better way to do it. Um. Yeah, kind of a little bit of a bummer. Not not the. That's the thing though. This show has set such a low floor on my expectations that the fact that I'm not actively offended by this movie means it's not all that bad. <laughs> that's true. It can uh, always be worse. It can always it, be, be worse. It's, it's better than some episodes of Dragon Ball. Yes. Actually, the majority of episodes of Dragon Ball we've watched. Yeah. Yeah. Like I guess I guess at the end of the day, like if you just want more Dragon Ball, it like it couldn't hurt to watch this. Sure. I mean, if you really want to watch Dragon Ball, odds are you're already, like, signed up for Funimation anyways, and this is on their site, right. so just fuck it yeah. and watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's that about covers it, though. We've gone an hour and a half, uh, so we should probably start wrapping up. Dustin, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on my anime podcast, BakaCast, that's on both uh, AudioEntropy.com and ProjectHarahi.net. You can also tweet me at GM. Great. Uh, Emily, where can people find you? You can find me on other Entropy podcasts, like In Pursuit of Passions, which should have an episode up pretty soon. I should get working on that. And um, War and Beast. You can also catch me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds. Excellent. Uh, Mike? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MikeLovesRabbit. Uh, singular, the S wouldn't fit. Uh, you can hear me uh, on a couple shows here on Audio Entropy. This, uh, you can hear me on Teenagers with Attitude, uh, Going Pear Shaped, although that's basically done. Uh, and you can also find me in the very deepest, darkest bowels of hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> is there a sleeping princess down there? Not that I've been able to find. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, as a lot of jewelry, though. A lot of jewelry. Oh, okay. Cool. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find other stuff I do on AudioNGB.com, uh, like Let's Place and other things, and once I've escaped the incredibly powerful, like, gravitational grasp of the black hole of a project I've been working on for the past month, uh, other things I edit will start coming out again. That'll be great. Uh... But until then, head on over to AudioInstribute.com. Listen to a bunch of great shows, like Transmission Radio and uh, Along the Watchtower, D-Comedy. There's, uh, we got a new one. Uh, I don't know if it's on uh, the website yet, but um, Let's Steal a Podcast. That's on there now. Or it will be soon. Look it up. It's good. It's about the show Leverage. Uh, yeah. And if you like our shows, uh, head on over to iTunes. Maybe give us a rating and a review. You know, we, uh, we have failed to so far turn... The iTunes reviews into a forum on our research or the lack thereof. That that dream hasn't happened yet. But, you know, and if you're feeling really generous, on AudioEntropy.com, we got a donate button up there to help us pay for our hosting costs. That'd be awesome if you wanted to contribute a yeah. little bit to that. Um, but Did I, we ever say how to get a hold of this podcast specifically? You know, I don't think we do. It's uh, We're on Twitter at Hifflecast. We do have a Gmail account that's Hifflecast at gmail.com that I... I think I checked for episode two. 
Somewhere in there. Wow. Nice. Maybe you know nice. what? Let's check our email right now. Yeah, sure. Let's see what. Let's uh, see what's just on gonna there. say right now, folks. More reliable way to get a hold of us uh, at at Hifflecast on Twitter Absolutely. or at any of us individually. Yes. Can't wait to see how much spam is in there. Let's see. We got. Uh, God, what was the password to this? Was it this? I think it was this. Mm, it's thinking <laughs> Exciting about it. yes. password sequences. Uh-huh. Let's see. We've got some two new emails. One from Google. Security alert. New device good. signed in. Your Google account was just signed into from a new Windows device. Okay, that's not a very good question. Good. Our second our second new email, also from Google. Check your Google account security status. <laughs> All right, cool. Someone tried to steal our email? No, I think I probably just logged into the email from my laptop for some reason. Exciting. Uh, anyway. A new adventure every week. Goku and Krillin have now, in both continuities, begun training under Master Roshi. What kind of adventures await them while they train under that old weirdo? Will it make us angry and uncomfortable? Most likely. But let's find out exactly how next time on The Home for Infinite Losers. Hail Satan. Recording. Recording. So am I. Alright. Recording. Three. Three cola. Two. One. <laughs> Sorry, that that slow countdown made the timing really fucking weird. Yeah, and yet everyone got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not weird. A percussionist. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I was gonna say it's it's weird that it was weird, but we all got it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. Uh anyway, none of this is going in. No. Use as the stinger. It's pretty good. Yeah. Just use it as the stinger. Anyway. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Hey, Kelsey. Yeah. Do hey. Stuff.